He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. But we were able to get the beginning deals off the ground, and we were able to really convince these vendors that there was a tremendous amount of potential here. They understood the the connection with the short-term rental industry. They understood that they were optimized. Some of these companies were selling hotel to hotels before. It just wasn't generally available to the short-term rental industry. And we revamped those deals, again, like I said, with free shipping and things like that on certain vendors like to make more sense here. But once we were able to sell that dream and get them on board, that's how we were able to really get it off the ground. You're listening to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, a podcast for those who are in and around the hospitality industry who love, live, and breathe what they do. You can join us for candid and unscripted conversations with hospitality experts and founders as we go deeper into their personal stories while they're sharing their triumphs and trials that got them to where they are today. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and you're listening to an episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Now, let's begin. Running a short-term rental business is challenging and time-consuming. Whether it's 10 units or 1,000 units, trying to keep up with the latest trends, technology, hardware, revenue management, guest support, and R&D, it's become almost impossible and increasingly more expensive for the everyday host. On top of that, all of this tedious work does not allow you to focus on what matters most, and that is your guest. Luckily, this will no longer be a problem. Introducing Journey's MOS, the newest and most advanced tech solution in hospitality. Journey's MOS provides you with a one-stop solution that will automate your entire operation and take care of all of your back office work, allowing you to fully focus on growing your business the way you want to. To learn more about MOS, visit Journey online at journey.com. That's journey, J-U-R-N-Y.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. I'm here, your host. We're at Verma. Um, I have an amazing guest with me, Jeff from Host GPO. Uh, you're doing some big things here, so let's just jump right into the episode. I've been watching you guys for a while, and uh, now we're going to hear your story. So, Jeff, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, really, really excited to be here, and uh, yeah, it's been an amazing, amazing conference, and we've met a lot of great people, and uh, yeah, it's been a really, really successful time for us. Awesome. Well, that's uh, about time, you know, it's <laughs> about time that people are together and networking in real life other than LinkedIn, so... Yeah, absolutely. It's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. So it, awesome. it's been great. Well, tell me about your journey. So, um, one, I guess give the audience, you know, what is Host GPO? Um, what 
uh, and then we'll go into like, I guess, what your story is. Like, where'd you even start? And like, what, what was the idea of this? Sure. Yeah. So host GPO, uh, is a group purchasing organization for the vacation rental industry. Uh, GPO stands for group purchasing organization, which essentially means we're a buying group. Uh, we're a collective of short-term rental operators and property management companies who are professionals in the space. And once you join our group, you get access to, uh, negotiated deals and discounts, uh, terms and products that aren't generally available to the public, uh, pretty much better than wholesale pricing uh, for things like furniture, linens, mattresses, supplies, all the things that you need to, to set up your units. Um, and I guess I, sh- I should mention that Host GPO is now, uh, we, we just won the uh, VRMA Innovator of the Year Award for this year's conference and uh, the Focus Right uh, People's Choice Award. So uh, it's been a really exciting year for us. And uh, and yeah, that's that's essentially what Host GPO is. I was going to say, it sounds like you practiced that pitch uh, <laughs> a little bit from that. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I gave it this morning. So, this, so yeah. Yeah, it's fresh <laughs> off the brain, which is really nice. Uh, but it's clear, it's decisive, and obviously like, uh, it makes sense on why you guys won because you got straight to the point. I love that. Yeah. Um, so how did you get into short-term rentals? Um, what's your journey look like? Did you come at, like accidentally fall into it like everybody else says or what's the deal? Uh, absolutely. So uh, I was a lawyer. I mean, I still am a lawyer, <laughs> but <laughs> I was practicing law at a big law firm um, and I was living in the house across the street. Uh, was It was a very interesting story. It was based in Los Angeles and the house across the street for me uh, was getting renovated. And sometimes in LA, when you're waiting for permits and the house is uh, in the entitlement phase, it sits empty for quite a while. And so uh, I went and spoke with the owner and he was trying to figure out what he wanted to do with it and trying to figure out if he should you know, rent it or rent it to a family or, or what. He thought wasn't sure of the timeline, thought it was maybe going to be a year, maybe two years. And I just thought, wow, this is a really interesting opportunity. I've always heard about the vacation rental industry. You know, maybe we should give it a shot. And I had another friend who had kind of been in the vacation rental industry before. And gotcha. so we we decided to maybe go into it together. And it was one property. And that first property, uh, we did lease arbitrage on. And we did really well. Uh, and that one property turned into five, turned into 10. Uh, once we got to around 20, I ended up leaving my law job. And then that business and that company, we grew into 150 properties that we were running at a time. Um, and there were everything from luxury homes and luxury villas all the way down to one bedroom studio apartments and, uh, just kind of learn the industry that way. Well, uh, did you particularly like one segment of inventory rather than the other? Like for you guys were, were, uh, I guess with having luxury homes and the nightly rates compared to that in the studio are completely different. Very different. Yeah. So what was that like for your guys' business model? Well, I think, you know, the, the business answer is I like the, the deals that were the best. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah. so, you know, I obviously wanted one of the best deals. And a lot of those kind of actually came through that same. We were hunting for units that were in the entitlement phase that we could take for a couple of years and, you know, lease it half market rate rent and rent out for vacation rental, you know, huge, huge multiples there. Um, but overall, I think I really started to enjoy the luxury properties and mid-level luxury homes a lot more because I started to realize the amount of work between, you know, bookings and communications, getting somebody into a seven bedroom house, uh, was more or less the same as my one bedroom yeah. apartments. <laughs> and I figured, oh, well, we'd rather do this uh, over and over again if, yeah. if it's possible, but you definitely have to be confident and, and secure in what you're doing. Otherwise uh, there's no way I would have been able to sign some of the insane lease arbitrage leases that I did, unless I was really confident I was going to be able to pull it out. And did you, do you particularly like the lease arbitrage model? I'm, we, we have a rev share model where we do commission, you know, the whole thing. Um, but, you know, we've always kind of thought about the, you know, 
arbitrage, but just seeing what happened in the beginning of COVID um, was kind of like, okay, the risk is definitely way higher. Um, what were your thoughts on, on that and how that worked? Yeah, I, you know, we weren't strictly risk, uh, lease arbitrage, so we did most of our properties lease arbitrage. I think it's really property dependent and it's both, it's situational as well. I, you know, for us starting out, especially seven years ago, I think lease arbitrage was the no brainer model because the multiples were so high and it was almost impossible to miss in this industry. You could throw a million darts at the wall and they were going to hit something. Mm -hmm. Um, might not be a bullseye, but like you were going to score. And nowadays it's a little bit more not difficult, just strategic. And so I think you really have to know what you're getting into. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes that means that property management and commission rev share models make sense. And we would do both. So I don't have a strong preference one or the other. I'm really deal specific. Yeah. Uh, but if it's a great property that I know is absolutely going to crush, I 100% want to do lease arbitrage. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, well, exactly what I told my my uh, business partners. Like, look, it's very situational for me. I don't know. Uh, but good to know from you because uh, I think it's, Good to get the inside scoop. Yeah, I, look, and I think really when you get down to the details of it, yeah. I think it really also depends when you do loose arbitrage if you're doing it in an intelligent way. So, yeah. you know, I, I was a lawyer, and, and yeah. uh, you know, you better believe that all all of my contracts, especially when COVID hit, had escape clauses that were built in there for specific reasons. If we yeah. can't rent this out on the short term rental market our lease is over. Yeah. So there was no real risk. I mean, your, awesome. your risk is you move out. So yeah, when COVID happened, we pivoted hard. We got rid of a bunch of units. We transitioned to longer term rentals on some units, but uh, we weren't, we weren't handcuffed and we didn't, you know, we made it out. Okay. That's awesome. So you are still managing, but what were the, like, what were the aha moments that, you know, got you to the point of creating host GPO? Like what was the pain point? Maybe I'm assuming that you had, <laughs> uh, so kind of give us the, the, the journey of creating this business. Sure. Uh, I think the the first one, the one I talked about in the uh, in the pitch this morning, uh, the focus right pitch was uh, that there was this moment where I signed a 16 unit building uh, for to lease arbitrage and we needed to set it up immediately. And I took my whole team to Ikea and we were standing there in line. Uh, we had 48 shopping carts behind us and the checkout alone took three hours. We were late returning the U-Hauls. Everybody wanted to kill me. And, you know, in the morning, uh, we had to start building the furniture. Yeah. And so those units ended up looking terrible on top of everything else. And so I think that I realized that was one like this isn't going to work. Or, you know, another time I had to buy 50 mattresses or, or even 10 mattresses. And it was just so hard trying to figure out which is the right mattress and what are guests going to like and which linens are going to work. And, you know, you go to the unit and the linens don't match and you're just, your team is just buying stuff from whatever the closest department store is. And you have cream colored pillowcases and white sheets or, you know, all of the pain points setting up 50 fake emails so that you could register and get the first time order discounts (laughs) on the websites. I mean, you know, everybody goes through the same stuff and you know, you realize the amount of time you waste and, building and setting up furniture or the amount of time you waste in replacing poor quality furniture that breaks and refunding guests and blocking off nights so you can put new stuff in there. I mean, this is stuff that people in the space and and veterans in the space have learned the hard way. And a big part of host GPO is trying to help people scale and and get to the point where, you know, they either don't have to learn the hardware because they're, they're growing or uh, even, even some of our members who have thousands of units are so excited to be a part of what we do because they're also benefiting from, you know, discounted pricing and, and that kind of stuff. They might've been ordering from these vendors already because they knew, but uh, it's just a really, really good access point. Well, standardizing like the industry as a manager, you're, you're not like you made the point of you know, not having cream colored pillowcases, but white sheets, like there's standardization now with your portfolio and, and inventory and what the guests are going to expect and experience. 
Um, and that's been a big issue, and I would say maybe probably still is a little bit of an issue. Um, as you guys are seeing, like your users in the group um, probably have a set preferred provider that they use in all of their linens across the board. Or not, not, not all their linens, all their properties across. I'm thinking about linens. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, so that's really important because a lot of the times owners, when they're, you know, if you're a single family homeowner and you are talking to a management company, um, these are questions that come up. And a lot of the times they don't have it. Like, oh, we'll just order off Amazon or whatever. So, yeah, that's a really good idea because it, it's really helping not just the manager streamline their stuff, but it's really helping the industry as a whole move forward. Yeah, move forward and and, and streamline the operations, streamline your procurement, make things a lot easier, save money, but also elevate the units. I mean, people are buying, and I was too. I mean, look, I... I I played Wayfair Roulette. I ordered the nightstand that turned out to be a kid's nightstand. I mean, I, I've done the IKEA build. I, I, people are learning these things the hard way, and we're trying to elevate the units overall because our brand partners are companies like West Elm, Pottery Barn, Williams-Sonoma, uh, Brooklyn and Standard Textile, Public Goods, World Amenities. I mean, we have a lot of partners, but they are we partner with them for specific reasons because they're selling products that are optimized for our units. Yeah. And our partnerships make sense because they help standardize the units, but they also are set up in a specific way so that you can ship to one unit at a time as opposed to even if you have 500 units, you're setting up one unit. And so they need to be you know, structured. These deals are structured in a way that allow you to really access the, the things that are going to be important to short-term rental hosts. Yeah. Optionality, lots of SKUs, lots of different choices, uh, the ability to ship different places, contract-grade commercial quality furniture that's not going to wear down as much, pre-laundered linens. So you don't, when you're setting up a unit, you don't have to do the first 50 loads of laundry between all the towels and stuff. Like Pre-laundered linens is a huge time saver, uh, especially if you're ordering from a company that like Sander Textile that has really good hospitality commercial-grade linens. Yeah. I mean, that's they're not. it's not like they're you know, commercial grade in the sense that they feel, I mean, they feel incredible. They're hotel sheets yeah. and they're great. Uh, and you can get them really, you know, our members say between 30 and 70% off on like all the stuff they're ordering. That's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, man, you just like, <laughs> like, sorry, I gotta like collect myself. It's so good. But like, how do you guys create this? Like, how do you, how do you, from the back end of it, like creating, okay, you saw the problem. You saw that, okay, this is a big issue for not just me, but other operators I, I know in my network. How do you how do you set that up? How do you contact these people and these companies to, to get to get these significant discounts, but then also great, great quality products? You know, it, it took a long time. I mean, this, this has been, we've been building this for a while, and it started as a private group of my business and a handful of other companies that had, you know, we had several thousand units together. Yeah. Now we have well over 100,000 units between wow. all of our members. So now it's much easier to go to the negotiating table and say, this is what we're buying at other places, you know, as a group. Now, what can we do here? And so uh, the beginnings were difficult. It required thousands of phone calls and pounding the pavement and, you know, doing all of the things that, you know, you have to do when you start a business. But we were able to get the beginning deals off off the ground and we were able to really convince these vendors that there was a tremendous amount of potential here they understood the the connection with the short-term rental industry they understood that they were optimized some of these companies were selling hotel to hotels before uh, it just wasn't generally available to uh you know the short-term rental industry and we revamped those deals again like i said with free shipping and things like that on certain vendors like to make more sense here. But once we were able to sell that dream and get them on board, that's kind of how we were able to, to really get it, get it off the ground. And, 
Um, it, it's been a combination of hard work at the beginning, yeah. building a bridge from both sides, asking for trust from our members to say, hey, we're growing this thing. It's going to be big. Asking for trust from the vendors to say, this is going to be big. And we've just been really fortunate that we've gotten to that point very, very quickly. Uh, and we were able to grow by learning from our community too. Yeah. So the last, I mean, I know it's a convoluted answer to the question, but the last part of how we got here was a lot of our members uh, who were running 500 units or 200 units or even 50 units would say things like, this is who I buy this from mm. and this is why. And once we hear that over and over again, we'll partner with that brand. Public goods was a really good example. Okay. Everybody wanted to buy public goods because they have amazing, amazing amenities and they're really, really low cost. Um, and so that was a really easy one for us to to reach out to and say, hey, this is you know a really good fit for our space and not a lot of people know about you. Yeah. Well, uh, how many, so like you're not only growing the vendor side, but the, the member side. And so being a private group in the beginning, um, I guess kind of walk us through what does the membership look like for someone like me or anybody else that's listening to the podcast or anyone that's got 100 plus or one unit? Sure. So uh, the way that it works is uh, if you have, you have to have three or more units to join us um, because ultimately if you don't have three units yet, uh, you're still kind of getting started and there's a lot of things that you know, you're going to figure out if you're going to commit to this industry. For sure. But a lot of the professionals in the space, you have to have three or more units. And then for anybody, no matter who you are, and this is, we're just in the U.S. and Canada right now, just as a heads up, we're expanding to a lot of other places, but we're just in the U.S. and Canada right now. Uh, anybody, no matter how many units you have, it is three months free. So you sign up, you have three months free, there's no commitment, you have full access to everything, you can order, you can see the deals. Like, we're not trying to hide the ball, we want yeah. you to be able to do it. We can't talk about the deals, like I can't tell you right now, you get this much off this brand because we sign confidentiality agreements in order to get the deals, right? Yeah, they, sure. don't, they don't want us advertising what the discounts are, they're insane. Um, so, yeah, so, it, you know, once you sign up, you're able to log in, see the deals, place orders, figure out how it works. You have an onboarding call with our team. And then after that, the pricing works, uh, it's tiered out. So okay. if you have five units or even if you have up to 10 units, your total cost for all of the discounts that we offer and all the deals and access to everything is $120 a year for everything. Um, and then it just kind of scales up from there based on how many units you have. So, uh, we also have this guarantee where if you don't save more than your membership cost, which I physically don't think is possible, it's really if you don't place an order, um, we'll refund you uh, your cost. We're not trying to, you know, we have thousands and thousands of members, and that's how we're generating, you know, our operating income. But it's been a really nice uh, thing to be able to, to grow like that and keep costs really low. For sure. So now tell me about, like, scaling this business while scaling or are you scaling your management business still or are you guys like settled what's kind of give me the it's a, it's a lot of hats to wear it's a lot of hats so. to wear and i i've held on to you know a good smaller portfolio of of units that i had before because i think it's really important uh to just be in this industry yeah. if you're in this industry and and understand how things are changing like i want to know when the cancellation policies change i want to know when you know all that stuff happens because yeah. i've been doing it you know it's important Actually, everybody that works at Host GPO, all of our team, are also vacation rental operators. Uh, it's because they get it. You yeah. know, they understand what's going on. A lot of our team signed up and uh, signed up as members, and on their membership <laughs> calls, we're like, "Hey, actually, are you hiring?" And we were like, "Yeah, you want to come help?" And that's how we kind of built our team. So, um, but you know, I've stepped away from the majority of my properties yeah. from the rental side, and I'm really focused full time on Host GPO. Cool. So somebody's managing that side of the business. Yeah. All right. Cool. Good to know. Um, 
I've said this on Slick Talk many times before, and as time goes on, it becomes more and more true. Operators have been so used to multiple logins, different dashboards, and overall segregated data points for their hospitality brand. I'm proud to say this is no longer going to be the case for the industry. As a podcast partner, Journey MOS is made for operators by operators. One dashboard, one solution to keep your business in shape and ahead of the competition. If you think this is too good to be true, then you need to go to journey.com, that is J-U-R-N-Y.com, to learn how Journey MOS can get you ahead of the big players in your market. And now, back to the episode. Man, so like, you're, when it, when it comes to vendors, what I'm thinking about is, how are you guys bridging that inventory of their supply and product uh, with your your members, are, did you guys have to build a technology? Yeah, so we're we're integrating with all of their you know APIs in order for you to be able to access the tracking and the inventories and stuff like that. So ultimately, when you're ordering from our vendors or you're ordering as a host GPO member, you're not ordering from us. You're yeah. ordering from them. Yeah, and so you know, ordering processes vary depending on the vendor, but you know, it can be as simple as you know, cre- once you create an account with that vendor you're associated as a host GPO member. And next time you log in, you're, you're looking at our pricing. Um, and you know, if you have an account with them already, we can just upgrade you. Yep. So the next time you log in, it'll just be a more of a discount. Um, so it's, you know, pretty simple and, and seamless and, and it definitely wasn't uh, at the beginning and it's getting better too. And we thank you all of our members who have been slowly, patiently going through <laughs> this with us. Uh, we are sorry about the, the bumps in the road, but uh, we're really happy with, with kind of, where things are and, and where things are going. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's fairly straightforward to use. Um, and again, we do an onboarding call with every single person who signs up, awesome. which we think is super important because yeah. our vendors, some of them are really luxury. Some of them are mid-level. Some of them are value. And we want to make sure that you're not wasting time looking at you know a mattress that's not going to work for you. And we try to help guide people uh, and ask, like, look at, we look at your units. Um, one, to make sure that you're a vacation rental host, but also to, you know, look at where you're buying stuff from and ask how we can help and what problems you're having. Is it linens? Is it, you know, I, I, we can't build furniture anymore and we can tell you about, you know, West Elm's flat rate delivery. What a game changer. They built, come and build all of the furniture for you for like $249. You can do a whole house yeah. and they'll put it in the, they'll put the bed in the third floor. They'll put the couch in the, you know, living room. I was saying, it's like, man, that's the next company somebody needs to make as a, a building slash moving company for people that are taking over these massive buildings or even just big homes. Like, it's, yeah, it's, uh, and this is this is a really good solution. I mean, look, there are a lot of solutions and there are a lot of different business problems out there, but a really good one for setting up a new home is we're doing a pilot program with William Sonoma. Okay. It's a host GPO William Sonoma pilot, and it's a design program. So if you're setting up a new house and it's a bigger project, you can join the design pilot, and what that'll mean is the West Elmer Pottery Barn designer will come to the house, look at the measurements. They'll design the whole house for you. You can buy as much furniture as you want through the design program. And then there are different tiers of the installation, but the highest tier, which is amazing, and so many of our members are doing right now, is uh, they will come and run the uh, project management on the delivery day, like stand at the door with a checkboard and be like, this couch goes here, this bed goes there, third floor, this bed goes there. They'll lay out the furniture, and they will peel the price tags off the bottom of the wine glasses and steam the curtains and stage the pillows, whatever you order from them. And it's an amazing time saver to not have to deal with that stuff. That's, I'm, 
guys, it's the end of the episode where <laughs> I got to go. Like, I'm just kidding. No, that's so good. That's so good, man. Like, you guys are doing some... Wow. Like, I didn't think it could get to that level, but it, it really can. It can. We have some really exciting stuff coming up, too. I mean, we're... You know, we're doing co-branded boxes with some of these companies, so yeah. you'll be able to like one-click a kitchen, oh, wow. um, one-click your sheets, like all of that stuff. We have some really cool stuff coming down the pipeline. Well, do you? So, do you guys ever see yourself kind of like even partnering up with you know, property management softwares, uh, where like you know, property managers like myself are looking through their their marketplace of integrations and then realizing like, oh, hey, like this is a perfect solution. Is anything like that coming out in the, the future for you guys? Maybe I mean we've 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 looked at some property management softwares. I think it's tough with PMS software or you know in general because it's just not a one size fits all solution. Like I definitely like a lot of different companies that are out there in the space, and some are great if you're uh, really really tech savvy, and some are really really good if you need a direct booking website. And you know they all have their different strengths. So as from a vendor partnership side, we haven't really gone that direction. As far as other vendors, though, yeah. that aren't, you know, furniture and mattresses, linen supplies, rugs, or all the stuff that we do, we are starting to look at, you know, things like, I would love to get to the point where all of our members get $5 off all of your Spectrum accounts, you know? Yeah. I mean, I had 200 Spectrum accounts, yeah. and I had to log into each of them individually. Like, wouldn't it be cool? I mean, I'm just, this is all off the cuff. Like, don't quote me on this, but like, wouldn't it be great if you could just log into one as a business, like, account and yeah. see all your accounts and see what's on and off and not have to register each one and get, you know, five, ten bucks off each one every month? Like, that kind of stuff really adds up. And that's what a GPO does. GPOs exist in other industries. I mean, they exist yeah. in pharmaceuticals. They exist in uh, hospitals. Like, it should exist in our space. And that's really what we're trying to do with host GPO. Yeah, and I was like, I'm, I'm even thinking like we we use Yale locks. So like, if I want to, yeah. you know, if I'm signing ten properties and I need to buy ten locks or whatever amount of uh, stuff like that, like that'd be even a great spot for hardware, IoT, all that good stuff. Exactly, yeah. and you know, we are really really focused on. We try to go for the big ticket items first. Like, yeah. where can we where can we really help people and save the most? And you know, mattresses or furniture and linens constantly reordering you know everybody knows how much you go through towels everybody knows how much you go through rugs rugs are like a <laughs> consumable item in the in a house in a vacation rental like nobody's trying to shampoo a rug for 300 bucks like yeah. forget about it i'll yeah. just get another one like um you know it's it's just a it's an unfortunate thing you can try to get it out but like sometimes it doesn't come out and yeah. uh I, I think that we tried to hit those first but now we're focusing on you know more offerings more vendor partnerships uh and one thing we really focus on and that makes host GPO really special is nothing that we put on our site is not worth your time. I mean, everything is worth your time. So if I'm saving you 50 cents on something, like probably not going to, you know, on your 50 order lock order, I'm probably not going to put it on our site because, you know, just pay it, you know, but what, but if I can get to a point where it's something meaningful or it's a bigger partner, then we're definitely going to put that on and we're, we're trying to help people as much as we can. That. So I guess what's what's next uh, other than you know adding these things for you guys is you know are you going to become the Amazon of of uh, the short term rental space where it's the go to it's uh, membership it's well it's already a membership but it's a, a, a significant like two day delivery type membership uh, like kind of explain your guys' roadmap in the future because obviously pitching um, you guys have like a maybe an end goal in mind or something like that but I'm just kind of curious to see where you guys are wanting to take it. Yeah, I mean, short-term, we definitely have like short, medium-term, and long-term goals. I think our short-term goals are to make our current product and our website just 
easier, even easier to use, even more streamlined, even more efficient, um, and, and really focus on on our products and, and offerings. Medium term, it's going to be expanding our partnerships. So more vendors, different categories, like like you said, electronics, yeah. you know, locks, cameras. We know what everybody's using. I mean, I know I don't have a million of um, and and getting all that stuff kind of in a row uh, and also expanding into territories. Like I said, we're in the U.S. Yeah. and Canada, yeah. um, but we're expanding to, to two other territories soon. Um, we're already starting the negotiations and, you know, it's easy for us to figure out who the, you know, right linen partner is in, in the States because we know, but you know, it, it's much harder uh, in other countries to find something that's, you know, the the best. And so, uh, expanding other territories and things like that. And and long term, I, I don't know. I mean, I like to just leave that open, and yeah. and because a lot of this isn't, you know, it's not me driving. It's our community and it's our members being like, this is what we need. This is what we want, and we like to really leave things open for people to uh, tell us how we can help and how we can make things better. Is there like a chat? communication forum thing inside of host gpo so uh, well there's just a live chat generally that is uh used by our members and we love when people chat in about literally and people will like chat in and be like i just got the helix mattress and i love it and we're like great uh, so <laughs> so you know that kind of stuff is great we also hold a a monthly town hall oh. where it's uh you know it's me and we usually have somebody come on and uh, whether it's like a vendor to talk about, like answer questions about all the linens or whether it's somebody who's done something cool in the space uh, just to talk about like one of our members even like talking about sure. that kind of stuff. So we started that town hall thing, uh, which is an open format for people to, to think. And then we just have a general like feedback forum for people to just, you know, tell us what it is that they want. Awesome. That's um, so cool. Yeah. yeah. I love the community side that like that. Not only the discounts and the, the great products and partners that you guys own on the vendor side is cool, but like having that community build. Where it's it's like a mastermind. You guys are you guys are really forming a a strong strong bond with these other operators on a global scale. Um, so it's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean it's great, and you know I think that there are a lot of masterminds out there, and there are a lot of obviously great podcasts out there. And we're definitely not trying to do that, <laughs> I, but instead we want those people to come in. You know, I, we're not in the business of of you know educating people on how to run short term rentals. Yeah, yeah. But we are in the business of specifically helping streamline your operations and, you know, being a system for you to use uh, that's in place for ordering, you know, whether it's you ordering for your own business, whether you have somebody doing your procurement for you and you can really help them streamline their operations, you know, or or any other use for, for host GP. That's that's mostly what we focus on and, and really figuring out what the pain points are for people. And, you know, those change. They move around. So uh, identifying them and, and helping resolve them. I love it. I love it. Well, I... At the end of every episode, I like to ask my guests, where's the best place that any listener can find you? Uh, go ahead, give yourself like a shameless shout out. Obviously, host GPL has been said multiple times throughout the podcast, but uh, for more information about you, the company, what you guys are doing, et cetera, go. Uh, yeah, so you can find us at hostgpo.com. Uh, that's H-O-S-T-G-P-O for Group Purchasing Organization, hostgpo.com. Click join us now in the middle. Uh, it's a you know quick application form. I you know ask for your name and how many units you have, etc. And then once you click apply now, you'll schedule an onboarding call. And on that onboarding call, uh, you'll speak with somebody from our team uh, or maybe me, and we can go through, uh, show you how the website works, approve your account, and uh, you'll be a part of our group. And look forward to welcoming you you all there. Uh, Host GPO has a lot of FAQs in case you have questions, or hop onto the website if you have any questions. You can live chat us there as well. You get asked all the time, what does GPO stand for? 
Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I like Host GPO, and I think it's a really good name, but walking around this conference, everyone's like, hey, Host Pro. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> the lanyard just hangs right over the G on the, <laughs> from the conference. Host but, Pro. Host Pro. But, yeah, Host GPO, um, you know, it, it is. It's a GPO. This, yeah. is what, this is what we're doing, so... Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast. Everyone who's listening, go ahead and make sure you like, subscribe, and follow everything Host GPO. Look at the show notes, click the links, join, sign up, start streamlining your operations when it comes to furnishing and, uh, yeah, not having to build furniture yourself. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you so much, and we'll see you guys again next week. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to our show partners for making Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, possible. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. So you can follow us on all of our social media channels for daily hospitality content, or find us on slicktalkthepodcast.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and we will see you guys all again next week. In hotels and vacation rentals, the top complaints or issues are noise, garbage, and parking. I may not be able to solve all of your parking and garbage problems, but I could definitely help with your noise problems. And that actually might just help your garbage and parking problems too. So NoiseAware is the only 100% privacy safe noise monitoring solution that property managers and owners can use in order to ensure they avoid parties and other issues happening at their property. You won't get notified when a plate breaks. But if you have a little quiet get-together that kind of gets out of hand, like this, then NoiseAware will give you the peace of mind to ensure that you and your property, and of course, your profits, are protected. So use my code SLICKTALK20 to get 20% off of all noise monitoring devices and focus on the other important things that help you run your business. Now, thank you for checking out Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Get back to the episode. And don't forget to check out Noise Aware while you're listening. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, then you are amazing. And thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast.